0: all right gentlemen welcome back uh friday episode episode number two utah give them Numero two dos. we've got again as always joseph cutsy demar we've also got mikey Beardown cuz and me the big ticket <laughs> um gentlemen uh i've been promised better wi-fi today the comcast guy came or a spectrum here i guess came out, he promised me he, he he turned it on and
1: back off and or i'll off tell and you then what. back
0: on and he promised me he promised me high speed internet
1: so i tell you what no takes shit. bill different he had one bad episode with wi-fi the next day spectrum guys are there i <laughs> wish bob would take a little bit of credence from that and, and you know <laughs> Because Lord knows, I don't think those spectrum guys have touched foot within Bob's apartment in no. a long, long time. Yeah. He's yeah. in the similar boat
0: though. He's got a beautiful place. It's a beautiful apartment, but just internet doesn't work there. It just it just doesn't work in that apartment. Um, But, gentlemen, we got a lot to get to today, so let's just jump right into it. We were talking about Caleb Williams a little bit in USC before we started the show. I kind of want to touch on that a little bit, see if he's still the top quarterback pick. I think that he probably is, but with his diva mentalities and all that, um, we'll see. But if we don't have time for that, we don't have time for that. Let's jump right into the the final four. Let's jump into the first game we're going to get on New Year's Day. That's going to be the Rose Bowl. Big Paddington game. Big old pinstriper game. Alabama's taken on Michigan. Michigan is favored by one and a half points. Mikey, what are you seeing there? (laughs)
2: Um, You know, (laughs) I believe that I I believe the line in this game opened closer to three or four points, and it's moved significantly since. I think you may see some more. I would keep my eyes on that line uh, starting this week. You should have been looking at it already if you're looking to play it and see where it ends up because. I would imagine I'm anticipating that by kickoff, it could be even closer to a pick'em, or maybe even Alabama by kickoff may be favored. Um, I expect heavy late money to come in on Alabama. To me, I Michigan to me is a great defensive team, but something with JJ McCarthy. Why have they not thrown the ball down the field in the last wow. four or five games that they played? Yeah. Literally, looks like they can't throw the ball down the field now. I don't know if he's hurt because in college, you know, obviously their obligation to report injury and to the public is different than in the NFL. So I don't know if there's some kind of underlying in, injury with McCarthy or what's going on there. But if, if Michigan is going to be a one-dimensional offense against Alabama, I, I favor Alabama. I said when Alabama beat LSU months ago, that if this Alabama team's quarterback, Jalen Milroe was going to play the way he did in that game, that they were going to be the t- team to beat in the SEC and possibly make a run at the whole thing. I'm sticking with that now. I'm going to take Alabama with the points. I'm going to wow. take Alabama outright. Uh, and it's not a knock against Michigan. Again, a great year for Michigan. I just uh, Something is off with that offense. Something is not right with that offense. And they've become too one-dimensional, in my opinion. Maybe they're going to try and play bully ball with Alabama and maybe they're going to attack them at the point of attack and they want to play a slow methodical game and try and do it like that. Harbaugh first game back off the suspension. That's noteworthy. I think that he's going to be back on the sideline. Maybe things will change, but as of today I'm going to take Alabama because I've been on Bama now for months. So I'm going to continue with that.
1: Joey D. Uh, Everything Mikey said is correct. I would agree with that. However, um, you look at just, I uh, you know to add on to that, Michigan in recent years has been terrible in bowl games. They have not, they have not played well in the playoffs. Um Harbaugh's back. Here's my thought process tick, and you could take it with a grain of salt. I believe everybody and their mother will be on Alabama, and for that reason that's alone, that's I will be hammering Michigan against all the the points that Mikey made all Cause, the because you're you know, a sharp
0: you're a sharp that's why
1: I, I, I'm i an idiot but that <laughs> being said I I could ride to the beat of that drum because I truly believe that the all the money's gonna be on Alabama and I would almost wait like Mikey said till you get closer to the game if you could get it out of pick I mean especially if this game started at three or four. Was it three, Mikey? I think it's I
2: I, I want to say it I want to say it opened at four. I could be off on that, but I'm I'm almost certain it was at least three. I'll I'll find out for you right now, but go ahead, Joe. Keep talking. I,
1: I yeah, I think the thing is is that it's just I just think Michigan is too good a team to like undervalue. Um, and I think that you know, Alabama is good. I'm not taking anything away from them. They really did sneak into this into this playoffs by by a fourth and thirty. Hail Mary. It was two. Two, two and a half. Two
2: and a half. It's down a point. It opened at four the over-under opened at 46. It's down to 44 and a half. I think that's correct. I think you know, two tough defenses. But Joe's play Joe's point to Joe's point, that's not that's not a, out of the realm of reality point it's not you yeah. know every i do believe the, the majority of the betting public will be on alabama and it could be a spot play for michigan it could be i, I
1: just cool. think you need michigan to win by less than a field goal i i think that is very doable i think michigan has proven against good teams i mean they they, they played well against um you know ohio state is one of the better teams in the country i, I just think that at this point if i were to just take what i think I would say Alabama. I yeah. think would win this game, but if I'm taking it to bet on the on the game, I have to go with what my theory has been that you go against where the money is. And to me, this is a play where you actually hammer. This would be a massive bet on Michigan money line. I I would say to, I would take them to win.
0: Yeah, that's an excellent point, Joe. I mean, when I when I bet with the money, I, I lose. 10 out of 10 or not nine times out of 10 when I bet against the money, I, I seem to be, if that's what the sharps do, that's what the handicappers do a lot of the time. I mean, that, that's the winning formula. Um, but, and so my head's obviously saying like you guys, Alabama is the obvious choice. They're getting, they're a classic getting hot at the right time. Alabama is really hitting on all cylinders. Now the other thing too, is it's always weird about these bowl games is they got a whole month off. So it's almost like, even if you're playing yeah. hot, you got a whole month off. How and, are you going to look after a month?
2: I, I think that actually plays to the Michigan Wolverines favor a bit more because I think Jalen Milroe is, is a, uh, how do I say this? I think that he is a rhythm quarterback and I think that he yeah. needs to get into a rhythm early. So if he's even a little bit off rhythm and Michigan can keep him uncomfortable and, and, keep him, and, and keep him off balance in the <laughs> beginning of this game, throw him off with that ferocious defense. Listen, Michigan's defense is as good a defense as you'll find in the country. Uh, top two defense, top three defense in the country with ease. So if they could get to him early and get him rattled, that'll be their chance. Michigan has to be able to go off play action and show that they could stretch the ball downfield offensively, take their deep shots when they can get them, and early on the defensive side, they need to attack Jalen Milroe and not allow him to get into a passing rhythm. If they make him a one-dimensional yeah. running quarterback and they're able to do that on mm-hmm. the offensive side – I think that's their recipe for success to win the game outright.
0: Yeah. To piggyback off what Mikey said earlier too. I mean, I, I think Alabama is going to win. I think they're the better team to be honest by a hair, but I think they are better. But if Michigan wants to win this game or at least be competitive in this game, Mikey said it, I think bully ball, you've got to disrupt. Corum, man. You've got to disrupt what yeah, that Blake offense Corum. does. Yep. you got to disrupt Milrow. You cannot let him, as Mikey said as well, you cannot let him get into a rhythm. You've got to keep him on his toes. you got to get him running and I think that's why the defensive side of the ball for Michigan is going to be a hell of a lot more important than the offense. I think they'll get, they'll take what they can get. I, I hope that they can score a little bit, but I think the defense disrupting uh, Milrow is, is the key to Michigan staying in this game and maybe even winning it.
2: One last thing I'll say because I know we're going to wrap it up um, with the college, but the, all the pressure in the world is on Michigan. It's not on Alabama. All the pressure in the world, in my opinion is on Michigan because of the points Joe mentioned before, how they've underperformed in their playoff appearances, yeah. how they they gave up that game to TCU last year, how they lost to Georgia uh, the year before that, how they got pretty much embarrassed and steamrolled. So all the pressure in the world, Harbaugh's bowl record, which is abysmal, his postseason record as a Michigan head coach is abysmal. I, I, all the pressure in the world is on Michigan. Do they? <laughs> does that... Does that benefit them or does it hinder them? That's yet to be seen. But all that pressure, I feel like, is going to be on Harbaugh and Michigan again. And man, oh man, while I could see Michigan winning the game, I could also see them just just not being able to play with this Alabama team too. It's going to be very interesting.
1: I would go on to say that whoever wins this game would be my pick to win the national title. I, I think that both of these teams i think are superior than texas and washington as an overall football team um well that's so i think us this, to our,
0: yeah go ahead that brings us to our next game um texas versus washington uh texas is favored by 4 points um they're in the they're at the superdome the the now caesar's superdome in new orleans uh texas favored by 4
1: joe continue on i got invited to go to this game actually um i just <laughs> don't have time to go to new Orleans for the first of January <laughs> would have been a great time. Um, listen, I, I, um, You shouldn't buy I'm going to pick with my heart rate on this game. Um, I'm going to go hook them horns and I'm going to take Texas to win here. Here's the thing, you know, I, I, as good as a, as a quarterback as Washington has th- their defense seems very suspect to me at times. And I just, I'm not saying Texas is unbelievable, but I think Texas has been there before more. I think that they'll be more accustomed to the to, to kind of this, you know, overall. I I just think they're gonna be more ready for the game. And I think Texas is a better team, not by a lot. I um, but I think that they are, and I think Quinn Ewers will show up and have a good game. I think their defense has really performed well recently. Um, and um I don't know. I again this is probably a game where you want to keep a close eye to the line as it gets closer to the to the game, but I would go with Texas on this game. I think they're just I think they're a little bit more seasoned. Washington in the Pac-12, man, they, they're not used to being in in big stages like this. And I'm not saying that they won't be ready for it. They've obviously both of their huge games against Oregon this year, they showed up and they played great. Um and you know, Michael Penix Jr. is an MVP you know heisman finalist and anytime you got a quarterback like that slinging the ball um what's their wide receiver's name mm-hmm. uh a uh, uh, asune or uh, uh or what the hell is uh, this last um romeo is azume or yeah he is a hell of a fucking player too so they got some playmakers on on offense no doubt about it but i, I just i do like texas here i think that they take this and I think that Ro- they can Ro- cover that. Ro- Rome, Rome Adunze. Rome Adunze. 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 That guy's got some hands on it, man. That guy is really fucking good. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Texas in the slate. I think Texas comes out on top.
2: Michael? You know, guys, I've been picking against Washington several times this <laughs> year, and I, I keep waiting for Washington to have their fall on their face moment, and they haven't had it. I like the see, here's the thing. Four is such a, a nice number to have in this game. Um, because I think Texas could win the game and not cover. Um, and I think that's what's gonna happen. I, I think Texas is gonna win a very, very close game. Um, but if I'm betting this game, I again, you're being given points to an undefeated Washington team that every time they've been it, it, the the time they got points against Oregon, I mean they they dismantled them in the in the Pac 12 championship think. game. Yeah. So, if you're giving me four points with an undefeated Washington team, a proven veteran quarterback like Penix, their defense, I agree, Joe, is like one of those defenses where they're not good, um, they're not really good, but but they can play well at times, and I think that's what they've done in big spots when they've had to. They have, um, and you know, I I just wonder if yours his first real gigantic big time in the spotlight. Is he going to shine in that moment or is he going to? Well, you did in Tuscaloosa. Fade? he did. He did to a degree. I mean, he didn't like the world on fire. It was more of a defensive game. But, you know, I'm going to take the Huskies with the points because I, I've gone against wow. them all year and it hasn't worked out. I do think Texas wins the game, but I think four is too many. I think Texas wins in a field goal game.
0: Wow. 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 Yeah. I mean,. I like Texas, man. I'm going to roll with Texas. I, I, I've I've been kind of down. Da- I've been the opposite of Mikey. I've been down on Texas all year. I keep betting against them, and it, and it just hasn't worked out. I think that this offense, I think they can move a little bit. I think they can throw the ball a little bit, and I think they'll do just enough uh, to get it done. But more importantly, hot take. I think Michael Penix Jr. is going to be a Patriot next year. Bill Belichick's obviously going to be out. I think they bring in Jimmy Garoppolo to help groom the kid not on how to what? play, not, <laughs> not on how to play, but how to be in the league, how to, how to act appropriately, how to go through the motions, how to, how to do a decent press interview and Bailey Z we get one more year of Bailey zappy. And then Mike, Michael Penix jr. Maybe Harbaugh's the coach of the Patriots. Wow. I don't know. We'll see. He's he,
1: throwing out a lot of like he's, no, he's, magic he's, ball post. Uh, that's, that's a hot take. Maybe that's restructuring. That
2: he's restructuring the entire Patriots organization. <laughs> No, oh, got Bill- Belichick
0: gone. Well, no, he's Belichick's got Garoppolo on the team. Gone now. You, that okay, is for sure.
1: Yeah, Garoppolo's yeah, yeah. on the team now. Bailey Zappi's still Barba's there. Ball's the coach. Henix Jr. is getting drafted. And Bar-
0: <laughs> I can't wait to use is this as a, a
1: hot take. I can't wait that to is more
0: see
2: than hot This take, is a clip yeah. when this is. I'm, I'm not even saying you could be. I, 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 I'm not That's even like saying some you're, Nostradamus
1: you're, shit. I'm not even
2: saying he's wrong or out of line. I'm just saying he spent a lot of time thinking
1: about this clearly. I have. Yeah, here's the thing for me, Mikey. Just to get your your idea on on the Huskies, they barely beat Oregon State. They, they, beat a t- they barely, barely beat They barely beat a Oregon State. State. They I barely know. beat Washington I know. State. They I know. barely. I mean, it's just like they looked so so, so that sad was, that going was into a, the finish line.
2: That was a lot of the reasoning why I had Oregon in the in the Pac-12 championship game, but Washington came out and
1: I, I you, you had to be impressed by what they did. You had to. Be I don't announced. mind the pick actually with the points. I don't mind the pick. I just don't think that they're winning this game. And I think – I
2: don't think they're winning it either. I think Texas is winning it. But that's I'm telling why the you, four I, think is four, important. I think four is too many. That's yeah. the only That's the only thing. Yeah. I think four is too many. If it was yeah. three, who would you go with? I think I, I, I'd probably still push? go Washington. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd still go Washington. Because I could just see Texas just winning. I think this game could be a great game, back-and-forth shootout type of game. I think it would yeah. be a really entertaining game. And I could just see one of those weird scores where Texas wins by one, two, or three. That's it. I, four to me. Is it's just a little yeah. bit too much. But Texas, yeah. Texas defense could be the difference here. Texas defense is definitely better than Washington's. I yeah. think. Maybe not. Um, maybe Washington's defense again rises to the occasion. Um, but I think that could be a, a, a key as well. I just hope we have
1: some good football games, man. That's all I hope. I think we will. I think. Yeah. They,
0: I think both games should be pretty decent. Yeah. I think um, so too. All right, guys, well, we gotta we gotta keep it moving here. Let's head over to the NFL week 17. Two more weeks left before the playoffs. Um, let's roll right into this Thursday night game. It's a barn burner, it's the Jets yeah. taking on
1: the Browns. The Cle- hey, Flacco's been sensational. He has, he has. He has. He has. He's he has.
0: been fun to, he's made the Browns kind of fun to watch again, all of a sudden. Um, Cleveland is favored by seven and a half points. The Jets, man, they, they can't even they can't even lose right, as Bob said on the show the other day on the Brentley Dumb show these just just got a fucking tank now and and for them to come out firing and win that game the way they did it they, what a slap in the face to all those new york fans but I'll, I'll hand it over to you guys um browns favored by seven and a half mikey who do you like there
2: what's the total in the game uh thir-
0: 34 and a half <laughs> oh, yeah, <I> <laughs> oh, 34 um, and a
1: half and the browns are favored by seven and a half games yeah. games
2: the game <laughs> ga- games in cleveland uh Joe Flacco has been playing extremely well, uh, a renaissance a renaissance. It's awesome to watch. It, it really is. is. It's it's definitely cool. Um, Amari Cooper, and they're finally uh, utilizing David Njoku to his full capacity. And I think this was the Njoku that everyone expected when he came into the league, is this physical freak who was very difficult to deal with and was a headache for all these defensive coordinators. And you're finally starting to see that. Very good Cleveland defense against a very good Jet defense. Um, but the difference is the quarterback. I mean, it, it, the Jets are gonna trot uh Trevor Simeon out there again, I would imagine. Is that correct? Uh,
0: probably. I think so.
2: That's gonna oh. be an issue. That's gonna be an issue for them on the road, especially. Um, yeah, I, I'll take Cleveland. I'll take Cleveland. That's a lot of points, but I'll take <laughs> that's Cleveland. a lot of points. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. But uh, the game being in Cleveland kind of makes a difference, uh, in my opinion. So uh, not a game I'd advise to take, but I would take Cleveland minus the seven and a half. Maybe
1: take that under.
2: (laughs) I know. And you know what? People are going to be afraid because that's such a such a
1: low, low number, but it's low for a reason. Here's my uh, take. I hate taking spreads over seven. I hate taking spreads over seven when that consists of the Cleveland Browns. Um, <laughs> and I hate taking spreads over seven when it's the Cleveland Browns and the total's 37. Or was it 37? 34. 34 34, 34, and a half. 34 even worse. <laughs> and for that reason and that reason only, I will take the New York Jets to cover. Again, I, I will be staying away from this game. <clears> um, <throat> I am out of the fantasy football playoffs. Although, Mikey, if you want to do a sidebar – and maybe put a little little something on our, on our match this week, we could do that. Oh, are you sure. guys in,
0: in the playoffs for the fantasy?
1: Well, no, we both got knocked out last week, so we I mean, would have playing been each in the other. finals. Yeah. Now we're playing each other for like yeah, third place. Third place, but we make it a little bit exciting at least. But yeah, this game is going to be shitty. Um, I do like the fact that um, Flacco has refound something, um, and I think that's what Cleveland needs. They need a pocket yeah. presence quarterback you know they have some 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 you know some targets amari cooper is not trash the guy showed over the last five years that he can play ball um and last last week what did he had 265 yards receiving yeah. and two touchdowns broke the the single season record or single yeah. game record that was i think uh held by josh gordon before by of 261 yards and then njoku has got a touchdown in four games I definitely like the Browns to win this game, but I just think 34 is total seven and a half Cleveland Thursday night game. I I'll take the Jets. Yeah, I mean, I, know, I can't
2: I can't expect Amari Cooper to do that against Sauce Gardner and those guys. No, you know, no. It's just different different type of defense they're going to be playing. I could see listen I could see the Jets giving Flacco maybe a little difficulty in the beginning but they the Flacco's rolling he's got them rolling and uh you know they're going to be at home and the Jets are just a, a dysfunctional mess and they almost gave up that huge lead last week to Washington they almost blew that game <laughs> um and they were up 27-7 so they let Washington all the way back so I yeah I I just I'm going to ride the hot hand with Cleveland yeah, I'm, a team you want to it's root a lot for, of, too. It's a lot of. I'm going.
0: Now, I'm so. going the same way as Mikey there. I, 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 you know, I love the uh, renaissance that Joe Flacco's having, but I, I still have to believe he's the same old Joe Flacco, and that guy was a guy who always took advantage of of poor to middle of the road defenses and always struggled with good defenses and the jets you know say what you want about them they still have a, a superior defense and i think joe flacco is going to struggle a little bit They, i still think they'll win the game but seven and a half is a ton of points You're taking the jets and i'm going to take the, i'm going to take the jets to cover that yeah okay. yeah yeah. I, I think so um and with the njoku thing too i mean it's been awesome to watch but you know it hasn't all been joe flacco because even in the beginning of the year as poor as the quarterback play in cleveland was he had a bit of he had a case of the drops. He, he would, so guys would hit him right in the hands and he was just
1: dropping them. So that Steelers he, game that we were all on the Browns, yeah. he dropped like three balls.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's hit his stride here. I think he's feeling, maybe it's because he's feeling more confident with a guy like Joe Flacco and, and he's just playing with more confidence and that's why he's playing better. But yeah, the Browns are, they're more fun to watch than ever. Um, but let's move it on here. We got another Saturday game, uh, December 30th. Uh, day before new year's eve the lions are taking on the cowboys in dallas dallas is favored by five and a half points over under 53 and a half uh joe who do you like there
1: i'm gonna take the cowboys to bounce back um as we said last episode i think the cowboys are a different team in their home stadium i think they play a different brand of football um and they play with a lot more confidence i also think they're coming off a big loss the Lions are coming off the NFC North championship, uh, locked win, uh, probably going to be just resting a little bit on their laurels, coming off a high. I think that the Cowboys take care of business here. I think it's a good game, but I ultimately, I think I would take the Cowboys to cover. Mikey.
2: yeah i mean that, you know what it's it's that's a good point joe and uh, the the lions have their division wrapped up what are they really playing for now i i i mean i don't know if they're still eligible to get the one seed if they won they out, out they i don't think they would be so that's not a play dallas is very much in desperation mode now with their loss and phillies win last week they are in desperate desperate uh times right now for them but five and a half is a lot of lumber against a quality opponent that also plays in a dome and their quarterback loves playing in a dome. This, I just think five and a half is too much. I I, I'll take Detroit plus the five and a half. I do think that Dallas should win the game. They're going to be the more desperate team. And I think that's a weird line. And that line screams to take Dallas uh, because I don't think it makes much sense. If Detroit's going to arrest people, that's going to change everything. So you got you gotta monitor all that. Now the last two weeks of the year, you could get some of that stuff where they're going to arrest people or have people on a pitch yeah. count, something like that. So monitor that clearly. But if it's all starters against all starters, and you're giving me five and a half points with the Lions. I'm probably going to take that against anybody not named the San Francisco 49ers. So I'll uh, I'll take Detroit with the points.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's hard to conceive what the Lions have to play for right now. I mean, they made the playoffs. They won. They won their division. Uh, why, why risk injury putting, I would be shocked to be honest, if I saw Jared Goff walking out there. Um, Jameer Gibbs is another one. They already have been kind of putting him on a pitch count all season long. Why would they risk an injury there? Um, can they, that can be, they
1: possibly still win the, 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 the number I don't, one seed?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so.
1: That's, um, I'm going to take a look. Cause that okay. affects, uh, I, I might make this my game of the week. You know what the
0: 49ers have the same record they're 11 and 4. I guess they probably do. Yeah, the Eagles, the Lions and the 49ers are all 11 and 4.
2: So okay. So, yeah, so that changes things because wait, what's that what's Detroit? 11, 11 and 4. And four. They're okay, 11 so this four. that uh, that
1: then I'm really in on the Lions.
2: I'm really okay. in on the
1: Lions because the Lions
2: do that is a huge thing that they can play for. I didn't realize
1: they were tied with both the Eagles yeah. and the Niners. Too many and being, points. And
0: being a dome team too. That home advantage would too be Too many massive for them. I don't yeah, think they want to close. travel to the link or to San Francisco. Um, but yeah, I agree with Mikey. Give me, the, give me the lions. If, you, if you're if you going to give the lions five and a half points, I'm going to take it. You know um, what? Fuck
1: it. I'm putting this, into my game of the week. I'm taking Whoa! the Dallas Cowboys. Whoa! This, yeah. You know, the fact that the lions are still in it, it makes it even more so for me. I think most people are going to take the lions in this spot, the lions are just coming off a big win. Dallas let up in the, in miami kind of reeling a little bit um I, i'm i'm taking the, the cowboys what is it five and a half? half
0: five and a half yeah. i'm
1: taking that as my game of the way i don't even need to hear another game that's my game of the way. i think the cowboys uh-huh. come out and they play exceptional this is a team as dr jekyll mr hyde this team the they, one week they look like they could beat anybody the next week they just look lost like they did in buffalo they've had a bad stint of games they're due for a big bounce back give me the dallas cowboys minus five and a half my game of the week.
2: All right. Fair enough. Against yeah. all logic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, an illogical play. I think, I think the line screams to take Dallas, to be honest. You think it screams to take Dallas? Yeah, I, do. I think it does too. Cause I think the betting public will all say the same things that I said, like the lions getting five and a half points, how they're 11 and four football team. They just won the division. They're in contention. for. Well, the one you would seed. think
1: that the public would jump on the lions
2: that's right that's why i said, oh, that's, said, why I said oh, oh, that's why i said i said the mean. line to me oh, yeah, screams yeah, yeah. to
1: take down i, I thought Correct. you were saying as a public better yeah as a, no, as a public better everybody to me would say why the hell the lions are are a better team than dallas and dallas is favored by five and a half after they've been playing shitty i just think against the public now that's worked for me for the for the majority of these games of the week i just think what would it what would i normally do and just do the opposite. I'm like George Costanza. <laughs> <But anyway. laughs> All right.
0: Well, moving on here. Uh, let's move to Sunday, um, New Year's Eve. I'm going to skip around here just for time's sake. Some of these games are just absolute garbage. So let's go to, um, and this one's not much better, but it is It is interesting. The Patriots are heading to uh, Buffalo. The Patriots, who just played way above ahead of their skis there, um, winning on Monday night uh the bills are favored by 13 points over 40 and a half uh the bills got to win they they have to win mikey what do you see there
2: um yeah the bills of course they they have to win is right um but i just i i don't uh, buffalo to me is not a two touchdown spread favorite in any game this year i just i don't, I don't know i just that's again seems like way too many points um they haven't performed in a manner in which I would say confidently take Buffalo. Like I would in years past, they just haven't done that for me yet. Uh, Divisional game, New England, you know, those games are always weird. Those AFC East games, Um, weather won't be a factor because it's, you know, two outdoor Northeast teams that ain't going to mean shit. Um, Bailey Zappi and the Patriots. I mean, (laughs) listen, I love this kid Zappy at Western Kentucky, man. I used to take Western Kentucky overs almost You've every week. you talked about him a bunch. Oh, my God. This guy threw for like fucking 9,000 yards <laughs> in a year at fucking uh, Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers. Uh, give me Bailey Zappy and the Patriots plus the 13 points, man. Bills should win the game, no question. I just think it's just too many points. I just, the Bills are not that, that that's, a, that's a spread if it was the Bills of last year or the year before that. Yeah. Not this year. Not this year. They've been too inconsistent.
1: I agree with Mikey. I'll take the Patriots as well. Patriots are playing good brand of football. They are. They're, they're playing much better than they did at the beginning of the season. Um, somehow Belichick has them playing tough football, even with nothing to play for. Um, Ezekiel Elliott somehow has become relevant again in fantasy football. Um, but I, I, I would take the Patriots as well. I think that they're, they're looking to play the role of spoilers right now. They did it against yeah. Denver last week. Um it looked like Denver came back, they're gonna win the game, and then they they trot down the field with Zappy, get a last second field goal, basically eliminate their opportunity to make the playoffs. And I think that they could do it against the Bills too, against a divisional opponent, they're gonna play tough, they'll play hard. Give me the Patriots with the points.
0: Yeah. Uh the Bills were uh two touchdown favored last week, and we saw how that worked out against the Chargers. I mean, they won by three it was points, horrid. I think. Yeah, so they just don't deserve it, even against a team as shitty as that's, the Chargers. That's
2: that's that's the exact phrase to use. They just don't deserve to be a 13-point favorite against pretty much – not against the Patriot team that I agree looks better of late. That's why. That's exactly right, Ticket. They don't deserve to be. That's the key.
0: Yeah, and uh, Belichick's chasing two records right now. He wants to get that top spot, be the winningest coach of all time. He's behind George Hallis and uh, Don Shula. And on the other side, he's chasing the most losses of all time. And I think he's got two to go. And I'm going to take him to work towards that loss record this week. But I will also take them to cover the 13 points. I, I just wow. think that's.
2: Wow. So this is a sportsman consensus game of the wow. week. It's an, er- it's an earthquake. It's, it's an a earthquake game. It's an, it's an ugly pick.
1: one. Patriots plus
2: 13 is a sportsman consensus.
1: We don't Uh, often all agree on a game.
2: That's why the person who reached out to me and and said that one of our listeners, um, I don't have his name at, at hand, but said, why don't you highlight when the three of you pick the same way on a game? And okay, we're highlighting it now. You heard it. Patriots plus 13 all three of us a sportsman uh triumvirate pick
1: watch the Bills win by 50
2: Yeah, Bills are <laughs> gonna <win> by 40. <laughs> all right well to keep it moving
0: Great here place. we got the uh we got the Falcons who played an impressive game with Taylor Heineke last week um they're taking on the Bears they're going to Soldier Field the Bears are favored by three points at home over under 37 and a half Mikey what are you seeing there
2: seeing a game that uh, you know is a game where I would say as a Bears fan like this is a game we should win I would expect us to be very competitive in this game getting a dome team out of the dome having them come into the cold in Chicago in the wind and the nasty weather but Heineken Heineke played in Washington for a long time so you know how much is that really going to affect his game it's really the quarterback that that I, I consider with that but um, Bears home three. That's the correct line. And I'll take the Bears uh minus the three and hope that worst case scenario is a push. But Bears are playing hot football. Uh DJ Moore a little banged up. Cole Komet a little banged up, which is very concerning because outside of those two guys, they have nobody uh offensively. But the way that defense is playing, um, I expect them to have another good outing on Sunday. And I'll take the Bears again, minus three.
1: Uh, the Falcons were so good to me last week. God. They got me out of a massive hole. Um, Here's the thing. I have been hot on the bears for the last few weeks. And I've said that they are playing good football and they're a good team to bet on this week. However, Taylor Heineke to me is a guy that I like to root for. He is a baller. He, 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 he is a gamer. He will dive head first to get a first down. Like he, he just got that sauce. Now, if that shitty Desmond Ritter was under center or whoever the hell else they put under center, I'm taking the bears three ways till Sunday. I still think the bears can win this game. And by the way, as a Packers fan whose team is still somehow in the playoff hunt, as bad as they played with Atlanta tied with us, I will be rooting bears heavily this game, but I think three points. I just think that that's, I I, I think in this position, I think a lot of people be on the bears. I actually think the bears win the game. But I think with the three points, I will take the points as a coverage for the Falcons in a tight spot here in a game that they need to win to make the playoffs. Um, I I will go with Atlanta in this in this game here with the points. I I do think Mikey, your Bears get another win though.
0: Yeah, the Falcons played inspired ball last week. They re- they looked really really good. The defense um, looked great. But the second you are arrogant enough to think you know who the Falcons are is the second you're going to get fucked because you get a different team every fucking week maybe it'll be different now that Taylor Heineke's uh under center but I'll tell you what this Falcons team goes as Bijan Robinson goes when they get him involved now he didn't have a touchdown last week but he was heavily involved in the passing game he was a big factor in the rushing game when you when they fucking remember that he's on the team and they get him heavily involved That Falcons team is very, very dangerous because he's he's one of the best players. He's explosive. He's unbelievable to watch. Algiers is very good, too.
2: They've got a double-headed monster. If you you remember the last time the Bears faced a rookie running back of high caliber, it was was Jameer Gibbs in Chicago. And the Bears won the game handedly. They beat the Lions handedly. But Jameer Gibbs Gibbs had a monster game. And I was saying to myself, man, why do they keep trying to get Goff to throw the ball? So it will be imperative for the Bears to jump out early and try and take them away from utilizing Bijan as much as they'd like to. Um, Otherwise, that could be a susceptible the ball, yeah. a little soft spot in the Bears defense
0: the Lions have their own bag of tricks with when they decide to use Jameer and when they don't it's like they forget he's on the team a lot of the time and maybe I've said that both about both rookie quarterback uh, running backs maybe maybe these guys are putting the training wheels on them maybe that's what's going on but it's very curious why sometimes they'll run Jameer into the ground and then some games they'll just forget he's there and the Falcons do a very similar thing with uh with Bijan um but all that being said I I I like the Bears, too. I've been saying it all year long. I think they're a much better team than that record is. Give, give me the Bears minus three. I think in Soldier Field, I think Mikey's right. It's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. I think the Bears uh, take care of business there. Um, let's move on to – man, there's just a load of shit games. Um, let's, <laughs> let's let's move on to uh, the 49ers are heading to Washington, D.C. The 49ers need a huge bounce-back game. They're in the hunt for the number one seed. Um, they want home field advantage and it all starts with this commander's game. San Francisco is giving 12 and points in Washington over under 49 and Joey D what do you like there?
1: Washington's a tough team to even with that amount of spread to, to, to bet on right now. Um, give give me the 49ers in this spot. I think they, they, they come back, they bounce back after a terrible loss at home um, in front of their home fans. Um, this is a good football team. I think they're a solid team. I think we'd all agree that if you had to pick one team coming out of the NFC, um, I think consensus would be that it's probably going to be the 49ers. They look like the most rounded team on both sides of the ball. Um, I think this defensive front, this between Chase Young and Bosa is going to create havoc, um, yeah, I'll take the I'll take the Niners. I'll take the Niners in this spot to cover. I I hate big spreads like this, so Mikey knows. It uh, it it's just especially in the NFL, like any given Sunday, some teams just show up, especially when they're playing against good teams like this. They play up to the to the level of the the competitor that they're playing against um but I do think the 49ers just it's such a big game for them to win in order to try to get that first seed overall. Um I'll go ahead and take the Niners with the points.
2: Yeah, I mean I think they'll make life very difficult for Jacoby Brissett. I I can't see um I can't see a world where the Commanders are going to score a lot, a ton of points in this game um like Baltimore did certainly, but Baltimore everything was based off of being able to do uh to to get takeaways. Washington's defense ain't going to do that against the 49ers. They're just not they're they're not that caliber. They're not even when you talk about the Baltimore Ravens defense compared to the Commanders, you're talking about you know, apples and oranges. You're talking about Michigan Wolverines and uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Alabama A and T Rattlers. Okay, <laughs> that's 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 the, the that's the comparison. Um, so that that all would point to San Francisco being able to cover this spread. And you know what? They may cover it quite comfortably, quite comfortably.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, the Commanders. I mean, not so long ago, that Commanders defense was a force. But they sort of yeah. sold. They sold the farm, and uh, sale. yeah, sure was. And they are they are just depleted. They're not that. The, they're not that guy, pal. They're not that guy. Uh, <laughs> the, the 49ers, I think, cover like Mikey said, pretty comfortably. Um, let's I move on. That a make, con- I, That's I almost, a consensus. That's a consensus. Pick.
2: That's a sportsman. <laughs> that's a <laughs> sportsman. With that's that's a two sportsman now. Yep. Triumvirate. I almost want to make that my game of the week, but I'm going to wait and see what what we have left. To be, but I'm very confident in San Francisco in that spot. That may be like a San Francisco first half, San Francisco game type of bet from from me, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, now that's the perfect team that deserves a two touchdown spread. That the 49ers deserve. That's correct. What happened? Last that's, correct. The tech that's correct.
2: speaking the lingo. That's that's correct. That's correct. Um, that's right.
0: Let's move on here to possibly the best game of the week. We don't have a Monday night game. It's all Sunday because of the bowl games. Um, Possibly. It's a one o'clock game, but it's probably the best game on the board, I would think. The Dolphins, coming off a big win against the Cowboys, are taking on Baltimore in Baltimore. uh, The Ravens are favored by three and a half points over under 46 Uh and a half. Can the Dolphins beat two quality teams in a row? That's the question. Mikey? No. Okay.
2: No.
1: They can cover a spread though,
2: three and a half. They can, but I I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Um, Baltimore minus three and a half for me um, at home. I took the Niners last week uh, against all all like gut instinct with with how Baltimore is. It, it just get Miami into the Northeast, and I just think I I don't know I, I don't know to, uh and listen. The last time they were there was that monumental comeback, right? That that Baltimore blew that gigantic lead in the fourth quarter against the Dolphins and Tua went nuclear. That's going to be in their minds. I think Baltimore comes into this game. I don't think they're going to pat themselves on the back. I don't think they're going to crown themselves after beating San Francisco. I think Lamar has this team as laser focused as you could possibly be. I watched this press conference. They feel like they are not being talked about enough. They feel like they're being disrespected. They're going to play up the Tyreek Hill this you know what i hate to go raven i hate to go ravens like two two out of the last three weeks i think i made in my game of the week i'm gonna take the baltimore ravens wow three and a half is my game of the week against the almighty dolphins with all their scary weapons <laughs> ireek hill and, and jalen waddle and waddle might not even play i think waddle's with a little banged up waddle's got the ankle sprain i don't think he's gonna play uh yeah, in a chain but this raven's defense man this raven's defense is it 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 lies around the football and they are opportunistic and they're take their takeaway base and you got Miami. now if the game was in Miami maybe a different conversation okay the the line would obviously be different but if you're telling me that the Ravens the Ravens when you're an NFL team and you're home you get three points automatically that's automatically the spread that it is is minus three if you're the home team unless you're absolute dog shit the Ravens just beat what everyone who everyone thought was the best team in the league they're only three and a half And you're going to tell me that only a hook, they're only deserving of a hook as a team uh, of their quality. No, Yeah. no, no. Baltimore Ravens, my game of the week, minus three and a half against the Dolphins.
1: Wow. Joey D. I I agree with what he said. Um, The Dolphins to me have, I mean, we mentioned it last week was the first winning team that they've beat this entire year. Um, And now they're going up against, you know, the MVP front runner, at home in a Super Bowl contending team um who just just dismantled the, the 49ers after really catching a couple of bad breaks with the safety and some bad missed calls early yep. on. Yep. Um they just it did it didn't even play into the factor of the game because they just they they suffocated the life out of the 49ers at home. Um Tua is as the wind blows. One week he looks unbelievable the next week he looks very marginal. Um, yeah, give me the Baltimore Ravens, man. Give me the Baltimore Ravens. I agree with Mikey. I think that's. I, I agree with that pick.
0: All right. Well, it's another earthquake. Um, it's another triumvirate. I, I sorry. That's a barstool thing. I should. I, I'm stealing that. I just think it's very funny. But it's another triumvirate sportsman pick. I, I'm going to take the Ravens as that's well. That's a barstool thing. Triumvirate. No, no, no. Earthquake. It's an earthquake. Game oh, yeah. No, we'll call it, it the.
2: When we pick, we'll just the call triumvirate. it the holy triumvirate. We'll, call a, it the <laughs> triumvirate. we'll call it a
0: tropical storm, we'll call it a hurricane. <laughs> How about a hurricane? <laughs> That's fine. Um, I, and yeah, so I'm going to take the Ravens for obvious reasons for pretty much everything all the guys said. But Mikey brought up an interesting point that Lamar doesn't think the Ravens are being talked about enough. I keep it that way if I'm the Ravens. Keep it that way. I think, oh, John, that's, I
2: think I think they're gonna. I, I think, think John gonna.
0: Harbaugh salivates at the fact that they are not talked about the yes. way the 49ers, yes. the Eagles, all these other teams are. I think he fucking loves that shit. And he's like he's just gonna just watch us go to the Super Bowl and watch us fucking win the this Dol-
2: the Dolphins have a reputation, uh I'll be albeit, albeit a great offensive team and, and a te- and a defense that's somewhat opportunistic and makes some plays. I just think Miami has this label on them that they're a soft team. And this is the team that is the complete. You're going to see two total opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, uh, you know, you got a Lamborghini on one side, and then you have, you know, a a, a Raptor pickup truck on the other side, or a Hummer. You got a hum, a Hummer V1 or whatever the first Hummer was against a Lamborghini. <laughs> That's the way I look at these two teams, like a Smash Mouth old school style. Well, it just thrives to beat the shit out of you? And then Miami just wants to make it a track meet, and they want to just sure. spread the spread the ball around, stretch the field. Two total opposites colliding in Baltimore. I think will come on top. This is this is this is our game. This is this, our game. This
1: is
0: our game. Um, this is our game. This is our game. Um, let's do two more games. Then we'll do who's a problem, and then we'll answer some questions, and then we'll get out of here. Um, we need our but-
1: tick of the tick of the week.
2: Yeah, man. tick of the week yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> worked very well for the young man. Very strategic. sure did. It
1: almost he almost hit his first. His I know ever. that would have been that would have been so
0: sick. That would have that been, been so sad. sad. That, but that's the way it would have that's the way it would have went, though. That's yeah. that's that's me. Um let's move on here to the Bengals, who just when we thought we were getting used to Jake Browning and the Bengals being just the same team without Joe Burrow, um, they fucking got decimated last week. They're taking on the Chiefs this week. The Chiefs again, maybe undeservedly so, they are at home. Seven points against oh. the Bengals. Um, Joey D, what do you like there? I mean, walk me through that. Over under 44 and a half.
1: It's a mess of a game because both teams are. Well, the the, the Chiefs, as we said in the last episode, are really in disarray right now. Here, let, let me tell you something right now. Here's where we find out what this Chiefs team actually is made of and how dialed in Andy Reid still is because if he can get them to come out and, and really play a solid, you know, four quarters of football and cover this spread against Cincinnati, who has been kind of a pesky team with Browning, even at the helm, because they still got a ton of offensive pieces between Higgins and now is chase playing this game. Is he, is he, is he Good question. I, I'm, I'm not sure. That makes oh. a big difference to me. Um, I'm still gonna go ahead. I'm gonna take Kansas City this week with the with the seven. Wow. I, I really I listen, for all intents and purposes, they have been awful. They have not looked good. They have made mistake after mistake after mistake. They have let the public down. Um, but they're still the Chiefs and they're still got Mahomes. They're playing at home, no tick. They're yeah, playing at a, home.
0: Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I just can't see them having two horrible games at home. Um, in a row i'll go ahead and take the chiefs but yeah this is not a not a confident confident pick jamar's Jamar's
2: gonna be a game time decision he didn't participate in
1: practice yesterday um so i'm sure he'll be game time um i mean that might affect the spread a little bit too if he plays or not um he's he's such a gamer man that the guy is so good Give me the chiefs with minus seven. I mean, that, that's, that's still a lot of points for a team that really has not proved themselves whatsoever in the last few weeks. But I, I do think that they bounce back here and if they don't, I'll tell you what, man, then this team is, is, is in real trouble. I mean, yeah. even to maybe make the playoffs. Mikey. Yeah, man. I just, I'm not going to
2: pick the chiefs. I'm just not going to do it. Um, yeah. I'm just not going to do it. Um I would I wouldn't bet this game, but I would advise if you're really if you really want to throw out a bet on on the Bengals, I would take a half point buy and make it seven and a half. Yeah. Um, for Cincinnati. It's right there. It's not going to cost you a lot. Um because until the Chiefs show it, uh, they they just they're they're just what they are right now, which is a, a team in disarray, a team that's kind of lost its identity a little bit offensively, a team that looks uh like they're pass catchers once again. Just can't make any plays for Mahomes when they need to. Yeah, uh, Patrick Mahomes is being very lackadaisical with taking care of the football at times with some of the throws he's making. Uh, Chiefs defense, sure, um, is 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 a good defense. It is, it's a good defense. You know, the points they gave up last week are really turnover points. You know, pick sixes and whatnot. Um, but I these are two teams too that hate each other. This was the most. This was a budding rivalry in the AFC. Mahomes and Burrow. Uh, it was becoming one of those great rivals like Mahomes and Allen uh, and yeah. the Bills. Um, but, you know, there is no Joe Burrow. But even still, I, I just I, I'm i just not a believer in the Chiefs right now, man. I'm just not. So I'll take the Bengals with the points as a road dog.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what this this Chiefs team is is is, is pretty insufferable right now. They're really easy to hate. Um, they you know what they need to do. They need to they need to take a look at YouTube. They need to take a look at what YouTubers are doing. And I mean it in this way. (laughs) Your audience knows when you're pumping a million ads. Your audience knows that. But when you pump a million ads and you're worth it and you're worth it, your audience will stick with you and they'll say, good for you. They'll say, that's awesome. When you run a million ads and every fucking commercial between every single game is Travis Kelsey, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Andy Reid selling me. This, that, the second, and the third. And and it's insufferable. But if they were worth it like they had been in the last five years, you put up with it. That product is not worth it right now. And their fans and people who aren't fans of the Chiefs, I used to say, good for them, good worth it. They ain't worth it right now. And it's, <laughs> and it's a terrible, terrible, awful look for them. I mean, they got to start fucking playing better ball. They got to stop dropping passes. Mahomes got to stop throwing ducks up just for... Easy layups for the defense to pick off and run back. I mean, they're they're a fucking mess, and I'm gonna bet them to still be a mess this week. I think the Bengals, Jake Browning, they turn it around this week. Joe Mixon is still one of the best backs in the league. I look for him to have a big game against the Chiefs. Um, yeah, so give me the Bengals plus seven. It's, It's it's not fun to watch right now. It really isn't. Um Let's move on to the night game. We'll keep this one quick. Let's just do a rapid fire on this one. It's the last game of the week since there's no Monday night game. It is Joe's Packers taking on the Vikings in Minnesota, in the Dome. And Minnesota is a two-point favorite, even though they have two quarterbacks. One guy loves to go to space. The other guy can't throw the football. They are a two-point favorite, uh, over under 46 and a half. Joey D, who do you like in that game?
1: I saw Mikey V, the Jair Alexander thing this morning. This yeah. guy... Is is a space cadet? He yeah, can he join is. Romeo Dobbs yeah. in space because his head's in the fucking clouds. What an idiot, man! Josh Dobbs, but Josh, Josh Dobbs, Dobbs. Josh, Josh Dobbs. Dobbs.
2: <laughs> Romeo Dobbs is Romeo your guy.
1: <laughs> he's your guy.
2: Not Romeo. We want Romeo to stay on Earth. We want Josh Dobbs. Romeo,
1: Romeo, <laughs> where art thou, Romeo? <laughs> yes. he's, in, he's in space. Yes. Um, no, Josh Dobbs. Dude, did, what? Yeah. This Packers defense, the last three weeks, has been as a abysmal as any defense in the league. And now they got it. I don't even care if Nick Mullins, I don't care if little Dom's throwing the football. You got Justin Jefferson. You got, I mean, I don't know if Addison is playing Hawkinson's banged up. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, Justin Jefferson, whatever his prop bet is this week, it might, it could be a thousand yards. I bet the over because this Packers defense, the secondary the safeties in the clouds. They're completely lost. I think that Minnesota is deserving of being two-point favorites, and I will take the Minnesota Vikings, much to the dismay wow. and, and, and my soul of wanting the Packers to win. I just don't know how you turn it around. When, when you're making Bryce Young and the Panthers look like fucking monsters, you know, and scoring 30 points, giving up over 300 yards, no turnovers, no turnovers. Bryce Young basically is gives you a turnover a game um give me minnesota man in the dome they're ahead of they're still fighting for a playoff spot i really hope the packers surprise me here but i just got to go with what the eye test says give me the give me the minnesota vikings mikey
2: yeah um you know weird game two teams that are kind of on the ropes right now um two teams with like big letdowns last week um well Packers only a letdown in theory, really. They won the game. And like I said, it's a road win in the NFL. The Packers are going to take it. Um, but now they, they're on the road again. Uh, Minnesota's second game in a row at home after losing to Detroit last week. Uh, I You know what? I, I like the Packers. I do. I, I like the Packers. I just think the Vikings are done. I just think the Vikings are cooked. I think they're finished. I think they're checked out. Um, I think it's over for them. So I, I just think they're going to kind of put it in a little bit more cruise control than than Green Bay. I just, I don't see the Vikings coming out with a lot of fight this week. I don't. I think they they know it's done. Give me Green Bay. They still got a little bit of hope there in Green Bay that they could miraculously get into the playoffs. I'll take the Green Bay Packers getting points. Plus two I love that out of you, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: really do. Really. Um,
0: okay. Listen to me and listen to me good. Okay, I'm gonna oh, tell it to no, you. I'm gonna, I'm, God, I'm, gonna tell, oh, no, I'm gonna tell it to you sweetly. Okay. Um if Lil, if Lil Dom goes out and plays that game, I can guarantee you one thing and one thing only. He didn't he play his call he didn't play his college ball at Michigan. Okay. He didn't he didn't come <laughs> out. Michigan, all right. He didn't play his ball there. Uh no, it's not my game of the week. Uh, I Thank agree. God. The Packers, but I will take the Packers, Joe, unfortunately. I mean, I picked pretty well outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, The Packers are – they're just a better team. They're just a better team. They're both – like Mikey said, they're both on the ropes. The Packers are just a better team. The Vikings – the Vikings are – are a are, are an absolute mess i would hate to be a fan of them right now i mean that they're they're i i feel bad for justin jefferson because this I mean, guy they lost a quarterback he, he's like they, larry
2: yeah, i mean listen they got they offensively they have like with hawkinson addison and, and jefferson i mean that's a tremendous
1: core by, by the way chat they lost their their running back too. chandler stepped in and he's looked really good i mean jefferson good rem- offense.
0: jefferson reminds me of larry fitzgerald of calvin johnson just immense, immense generational talent being fucking wasted on, on a team that had, Warner cannot threw the ball to figure Fitzgerald, it out. Dick. That was two seasons. He played 15 seasons, Joe. Yeah, the guy, that's right. The guy, he was almost nowhere to be seen for the majority of his career. Yeah, that's fair. Not by his hand um, because that organization couldn't get together. Anyway, give me the Packers uh, plus the two. I like that game a lot. Um, let's move. We'll move on here, but I'll, I will quickly give you my game of the week. It's going to be the Cardinals money line to beat the Eagles this week. Uh, in, in- <laughs> <laughs> um, the Cardinals, are, they're just, what can I say They're playing good ball? Um, uh, but let's move on here. Let's move on quickly to who's a problem. And then we'll do viewer questions and then we will get out of here. Um, Joey D who is your, who's a problem this week?
1: Talk me to Alexander, man. I, I just guy, <laughs> I just, an absolute, uh, they, they had Pat McAfee posted on his Instagram because it was so outrageous. He's like, no, this is not a movie. No, this is not fake. This guy is out to lunch. And by the way, he has been a good corner in the league. And I think he's, he, you know, he's he's a high-rated quarter. This guy talks so much trash and really has not really, like, what does he have to show for it? It's not like he's won anything. It's not like the defense... Has been like the defense of the of 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 the century, or like he's a shutdown corner. He's had a couple good games against Jefferson, but overall, like the guy's acting like he's fucking Darrell Revis. Yeah, it's he's, like, a get your, yeah. he's a, he's a clown. Yeah, come on, he's man. Like, what are you doing? Anytime a player puts himself above the team, I don't have time for it. And quite frankly, I don't yeah. have time for this guy either. He's been out of of the uh, half the season at least with injuries and bullshit. This guy's a fucking problem. Kick him off the team. I don't care. It doesn't make a difference. That defense is going to suck with or without him, anyways. Might as <laughs> well just suck a little bit more. And you don't pay the guy <laughs> as much as he's going to be asking for. Dip <laughs> him out to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: oh, Mikey, who's a problem this week?
2: Uh, I'm going to give some hometown uh, some hometown love to one of my team's guys. To be honest, uh, in a good way. Montez Sweat is a problem, man. This yeah. guy, let me. This guy, the Bears traded for him. A lot of people had their 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 qualms about giving up a second round pick for this guy. Number one, Ryan Poles immediately extends him four years, which was the no brainer move. You could never trade a second round pick for a guy, then let him hit the free agent market yeah. and try and get into a bidding war. They paid him a lot of money. This guy, all he's done since he's gotten here is have the most sacks for the Bears, the most sacks for the Commanders, still. He's the only player in NFL history to lead two franchises in sacks in the same season. And this defense transformed from a low middle pack defense to a top five defense in the league because of the pressure that he is getting on the quarterback, the attention that he is getting and giving the other guys on that defensive line who have stepped up majorly uh, their opportunities to get to the quarterback. It's resulted in multiple interceptions almost every game for this Bears defense. The secondary is shining because they actually have some time to be able to jump routes and and the quarterback's getting the, having to get rid of the ball a lot faster. So Montez Sweat to me worth every single penny. This guy reminds me of of uh, of Khalil Mack when he first got to Chicago. That's the kind of game impacting plays uh, and 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 impact he's had overall for the defense. So montez sweat i gotta give uh i gotta give him some love here this week and he is a major problem in a good way for the bears and
1: for the rest of the league mikey died and went to heaven when they brought <laughs> that guy on because i don't think i don't think you saw a sack yeah. through like the first four weeks yeah no bears, <laughs> yeah. He, well, that was
2: the whole the bears uh the bears issue they couldn't get any pressure on the quarterback they tried to you know try to piecemeal it with yannick Ngakwe and and then that didn't work out and he got you know he broke his ankle a couple weeks ago but uh montez sweat has been everything as advertised and then some in my opinion this guy has been a game wrecker a legitimate game wrecker the sweat
0: brothers man (laughs) the other other one on the eagles he he's a problem too um i'm gonna seed isn't that in politics isn't that what they say when you seed your time i'm gonna seed most of my time because i want mikey to walk us through the cam newton thing real quick, I think with Debo Samuel, but quickly, I'll just say, I, I was floating between two problems. One was Chris Collinsworth because every single week he sees something he's never seen before. And it's just impossible. He, he sees one game a week and he's always seeing something he's never seen. Just, just can't be possible. Um, the other one was Kyle Hamilton, a good problem. Uh, what he, what he's doing for the Baltimore Ravens on defense is unbelievable. His length, everything Mikey said yesterday. Um, but I would like to seed the rest of my time for Mikey. What's going on with Cam Newton on Twitter? I mean, there was some major beef going on there.
1: He's an idiot, so, man.
2: Cam Newton apparently uh, wanted to have Debo Samuel on his podcast. Um, and this was after Cam Newton had talked crap about Brock Purdy. And Debo, was, Debo basically aired him out and was like, you texted me. He was like, and you're asking me to come on your podcast after you aired out my quarterback. And then Cam is saying you didn't text him, but then the text message actually surfaced. And by the way, I I don't know. <laughs> Cam Newton really texts in that font, that fucking insane oh, fucking yeah. font that he uses. Like, <laughs> so he, like, get the fuck over it, man. You look like the was fucking, like, who
1: is this? You look <laughs> like
2: the fucking the guy, the Mister Peanut guy with the hat when you when you wear that hat and you're fucking. He looks like Mister Peanut from from the Peanut Jar. He he just looks. Just, just with the fun and all that shit. And then Debo clapped back at him and basically was like, yo, bro, like you were riding me the other day. And now, you know, you're talking crap on my quarterback and you expect me to come on your podcast. And they went back and forth. And then, you know, Cam was like, forget my number. So I'm just just insane cam newton just i mean listen this is what it's come to for cam newton cam newton wants to remain relevant in any capacity that's exactly it and, a classic and, what, case. and 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 what else is there to do other than create beef with guys who are actually currently in the spotlight and playing and certainly debo is but you know what? i tip my cap to debo man he's sticking by his guy that's good on him that's good for the locker room good for his teammates that's another reason why the sportsmen are all on the 49ers to kick the piss out of the commanders and cover 12 and a half this week or 12, <laughs> whatever the fuck it was. Debo's going to be pissed. Yeah, he You sure know is what pissed off. Debo pissed off. Debo is a, is a, is a man to be reckoned that's with. tough.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, all right. That's who's a problem this week. Uh, guys, let's move on to viewer questions. Um, We've got a couple good ones. I'm going to throw one your way, but I I don't want you guys to answer it. We're going to circle back to it at the end. I want you guys to think about this one for a minute. This one comes from Lincoln Nichols. He said, who is the worst hall of fame quarterback? Now let that marinate for a minute. Think about that. And I'll throw a different question at you in the meantime. Um, uh, Oh, where'd it go? Charlie Zabata wants to know who does Mikey want to start at QB for the bears next year? And I'll open that up to all of us, Joe, who do you think would be the best option, but we'll start with Mikey. Who, who should be uh quarterback for the bears next season?
2: Um, Man. Oh man. Listen, uh, it's going to go one of two ways. Obviously they'll either stick with fields or they'll, they'll draft Caleb Williams. I don't know if they would, I don't know if they would trade that one pick and then draft a Drake may um, I don't know if they're going to go that route again, a quarter, a, a quarterback from North Carolina, they already went that route and it crashed and burned horrifically for them. So they may still have a little PTSD as an organization drafting a North Carolina quarterback. In my opinion, what I would like to do is I would like to get as much draft capital as possible again, by flipping that one pick. And you know what? If That means another year with Justin Fields and you, and you see what he's got the man does things that no other people can on the field. And and that's, that's something that, you know, is, 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 invaluable. The issue is, is like, we're in year three of him as a starter, and we still aren't certain. We aren't definitively certain that he is a franchise quarterback in the NFL. And that's a problem by now. You know, it's been three years. That's problematic. But are you absolutely certain that you're going to get someone better than him? No. But is the price going to be cheaper? Yes. And that's what these GMs, it seems like, are trying to do. Get the quarterback on the cheapest deal you could possibly get, and then you build all the pieces around it with draft capital and your free agent pool money and your cap money. Um, So that's going to be the question. Me personally, I'd like to see Fields and flip the one pick for more equity and stuff like that uh, to build the team because I think if he got another receiver that was a legitimate receiver and if he got a couple more offensive linemen and a new offensive coordinator and a new play caller – maybe it'll change things but you know what at some point you have to just point the finger at fields and say does he have it or does he not and it's still kind of like up in the air for me so it's a very very multi-layered question um so that's kind of my response to it i i'm sorry that it's not more specific but there's so many different directions this could go and it's 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 an ever developing situation there and uh i'm just not sure yet on justin i'm just not sure and that Could be a problem for this GM who didn't draft Justin Fields, doesn't owe Justin Fields anything in that regard. And that's why that Chicago could potentially move on from him. Well, Either way, I'll be happy.
0: That brings us back to the first question that I opened the show with. And Joe, I'll let you respond to this, as well as the Chicago quarterback situation is, is Caleb Williams still the number one prospect? Is he still the number one quarterback? Should a Chicago go with a guy like him? Joe, I'll let you take it from there.
1: I think that, the bears would be in their best interest to stick with Justin Fields. Um I you see obviously the bears organization is better than the Carolina Panthers but you've seen what's happened with the number 1 overall pick in Carolina. It's it's a big learning curve and what we've seen with CJ Stroud is is not the norm. Normally it takes a, a young quarterback even if he is a uh, Trevor Lawrence, and you know, or or one of these highly touted college-ranked kids, um, coming in and and just being able to develop and being able to insert themselves and really take the offense and and own it. It takes at least a year or two as a learning curve. The Bears team going out getting DJ Moore, going out getting Montez Sweat. Ryan Poles is showing that he's trying to come to. to to go out and create a winning environment for this team to win sooner than later. And I don't think that it's, I I think the bears owe it to the, to the offense and to their team overall to continue to give Justin Fields an opportunity. The guy has all the talent in the world. He just needs to figure out a way to be consistent. He, he reminds me kind of like a young Lamar, like if he could just learn how to stay more in the pocket not try to run first, not scramble for his life. Learn how to stick around when there's pressure and make smart throws. And also on the other side of it, learn when not to try to make throws and maybe throw the ball away or be smart or get rid of the ball. You know, I think that that is the next progression for him. But I do think that you're better now in the next couple of years with Fields and with a guy like Caleb Williams. I really okay. do. If I'm I being know, honest, I, I,
2: and Joe, I agree. I, that's my whole thing. Is like Caleb Williams. Everyone just thinks Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams has thin skin. He's proven it over and over again. He, he, I, I, I hate the, his reactions to losses under adversity. He looked, he crumpled like a like a piece of mache, yeah. a paper mache. Yeah. You don't um, want that guy on your team. Not in Chicago, man. Because the Chicago media, bro. You think you think it's tough. Alive. You think it's tough at USC, really? You think it's tough oh. at USC, Southern California, where nobody gives a flying fuck about football, really, outside oh. of a group of of a small group of people. All I'm saying is you're going to a major media market in Chicago where this franchise has been starving, starving for a franchise quarterback since Jim McMahon left this team. And you're going to put this Southern California kid in there. And if he doesn't if he doesn't look as good as Fields, forget about being better than Fields. If he doesn't even match his Fields performance or electricity with some of the plays that Fields makes, if he doesn't make those type of plays... He is going to get eviscerated by the media in Chicago and the fans, they'll be booing him off the field mid by mid season if that happens. Yeah, so and not, I, I fingered agree. I, I, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. That's that's it. And, and and I don't know about Caleb Williams and Drake May to me. I, I don't yeah. want any North Carolina. Quarterback. I know you, <laughs> you can keep them. I don't care. I'm scarred for life. Maybe you. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so busy. Uh, you, see, you see sam howell with the commanders he got benched for jacoby Brissett.
0: yeah just maybe sad.
2: north carolina everyone wants to talk ohio state quarterbacks flop well these north carolina guys i haven't seen coming out ain't doing much better either i don't want nothing get, to do with the get north your carolina.
0: basketball players from unc maybe keep the quarterbacks send them somewhere else and yes. not to mention mikey you know if he comes to chicago caleb williams he's gonna want equity in the team
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna want I equity did- so take what to a ask clown. your question i would stick with justin fields okay. and to answer your first question i would list jim kelly as the worst hall of fame whoa whoa, whoa,
0: whoa joe we'll get there we'll get we we'll,
1: got i'm gonna finish up with that one
2: jumping the shark there
0: joe, joe! <laughs> there we'll get there um uh, what was I going to say uh, Justin Fields is the obvious answer. He's a good quarterback. He's got a terrible offensive line. He's got a terrible coaching staff. Just give him a fucking chance. Not everyone was CJ Stroud who walks in to an awesome situation. CJ Stroud to me is not necessarily a whole lot better than Bryce Young. Bryce Young just was drafted to the very worst organ. I mean, I get all these, the Chargers are in disarray. The Bucks are in disarray. It's a lot of teams out there with bad organizations, there's none worse than the Carolina Panthers. He walked into the very, very worst situation he possibly could. I mean, if you put Bryce Young on the Vikings tomorrow and you give him Justin Jefferson and you give him Addison, you give him all those guys, he's he's going to look a lot more like C.J. Stroud than you think. Um, but that being said, just, just, just put Justin Fields in a better situation and he's your quarterback. You don't need to go get another quarterback. What you need to get is an offensive line. That's what you need to do. So Justin Fields should be the quarterback next year. We'll do one more question and then we'll bring it back to the, the, the worst Hall of Fame <laughs> question, the worst quarterback in the Hall of Fame. Um, this one really quickly comes from Kyle with a C, so it might be Sile. Uh, you can never bet again, but your team Bye. wins... <laughs> yeah. You can never bet again, but your team wins five Super Bowls in ten years. Do you accept?
1: Yes. Bet on know. football or just in general?
0: He said never bet again, so I, I, I'm i guessing you can't bet Five uh,
2: Super Bowls, bro. You don't want five to know Super Bowls, what I, Bowls you don't in ten years. Know, you don't want to know what I do. i would be the most in
1: obnoxious in, human being on the face of the planet if the Bears won five Super Bowls in ten years. But other way, Mikey, I don't want to know. There's
2: other way to gamble. There's other ways to gamble than bet on games. So you can find another gambling outlet. Give me the Super Bowls. I,
1: want I more would more. take the Super Bowls too. I I the mean, that's-
2: Give me the hardware. Tick five
1: in ten. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. There's, some, the, there's a lot of organizations don't have five. Most organizations don't have five their entire. History. The Lions don't organizations have any. There's
2: don't have fucking one. The Lions don't, don't have, one.
1: have any. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. You got to yeah, go with
1: the Super Bowls. I'll go the same way.
0: Um, and now we'll bring it back to that initial question. Uh will let you guys marinate on that a little bit. Lincoln Nichols again. He asked, who is the worst Hall of Fame QB? Joe, since you're you're ready to fire, I'll start with
2: you the answer is jim kelly that's a <laughs> guy you know bro that's disrespectful to jim kelly <laughs> you know why it's disrespectful you get they, to that they many lost super bowls four. and yeah, they lost every they, time they played I don't one care of the they played stats. one of the greatest Winby one big they played, game. they played against one of the greatest dynasties in the history of the game that because those jealous, cowboys right? teams yeah yes yes those cowboys teams they were that's a bad, that's strength, bad luck he couldn't win one you know what it's like? It's like the NBA teams that ran into the Kobe Shaq Lakers and the San Antonio Spurs, Duncan Robinson, uh Tony Parker. Or the those Bulls. Spurs, or the Bulls it, teams. Yeah. It's just unfortunate. There's so many plenty. You can't just disregard the man's career. The man lit it up. He's the only quarterback to ever make it to four straight Super Bowls ever. Make it to four straight Super Bowls ever. I'd and, rather
1: not make it to four straight man, than lose four man, straight. No, that's tough, Joe. That's a that, Okay, then who deserves better?
2: No yeah, minus And Jets fans, you might want to him. Oh, Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Let me tell you something. This guy did <laughs> nothing but put on a cheap fur coat and say he was going to win the Super Bowl. That's all he ever did. He won, his though. Mother. He did win. He did. But his numbers, he is not deserving of a whole won games. more than Jim Joe Kelly. Namath. If Joe Namath played in today's NFL, he would just be. Uh, who was the quarterback? Uh he would be Brad Johnson the quarterback from the Buccaneers who won that Super Bowl Oh my god Yeah 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 if he was in today's <laughs> NFL Joe Namath wouldn't even make the pro bowl let alone the oh fucking hall my. of fame
1: He wouldn't oh. he, wasn't he
2: wouldn't good. He, wasn't yeah, really he wouldn't That was your guy tick
0: I was going to say Joe Namath as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's a no, bunch of guys great. I don't
0: know about, like Bobby Lane for the Lion. you know, Unitas, a lot of these guys. But yeah. I, was say, I was going to say Namath too. Joe cause... Namath,
2: bro. And listen, I like Joe Namath. I think he's wildly entertaining. But, I mean, Hall of Fame, I mean, I think he's the most undeserving. But Did
0: that's... you ever see the Joe Namath when he did the sideline? Was, was course. Retired with Susie? I want,
2: I want to kiss you. I yeah. want to kiss you. Susie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want... yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was a I, tough one. He's a showman. Oh, yeah. There's no question about that. Just he's, you know, he's not a you know, he's not yeah.
1: serving at all. I'm Dude, sorry those, to the Jim Kelly fans of the world. Those by old the way. Dallas. Yeah, Jim teams, Kelly, man. that's
2: tough, Joe. Jim those Kelly's a warrior. He's a he warrior. Ran, that
0: was Troy Aikman, right? That took him down and and uh, one of my least favorite commentators as well, Daryl Johnston, who was a great tight sure, end. Sure. sure Wasn't took the, him down too?
1: was it the last Jim Kelly lost the uh, the loss against the Titans on the last play? where the tight end music city the, music city yeah. <laughs> yeah that ran him out that was it it was done after that was that his last game man that's tough, Woo. That's tough. <laughs> i know that was the last playoff game i think
0: yeah so give me uh i got joe Namath too uh wildly entertaining but overrated um Gentlemen, that's another that's another episode of The Sportsman, man. How about the Wi-Fi here? Huh? Great Fi. How about the Comcast guys Good coming job. out and taking care of business? That's you taking care of business. That's you're
1: taking care of business. Take its way. Yeah. <laughs> taking care of business. Bob should learn.
0: <laughs> uh that's another episode of the sportsman guys go enjoy your holiday we will catch all of you guys after the new year we'll be talking about the ball uh, the bowl games and all the games that happen in week 17 happy new and, year um, happy, happy new, new year, year everybody.
2: everybody happy new year Happy New Bucks. Year! Go Bucks uh, for the Cotton Bowl. Let's go, Ohio State. Go Bucks <laughs> and,
0: and go Cardinals. Woo! Go Cardinals money line against go the Go Cardinals money line. Go yes, Cardinals yes, money yes. line. Yeah, yes, like, yes, comment, yes, subscribe yes. to the YouTube and the Instagram. Fire your questions in there. That's how uh, Mister A sends them to us. We will be answering those. We get double the episodes, double the questions. Make sure you fire in that, uh, gentlemen. Another good one. We will see you guys in the next episode.